0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Digital Marketing Agency Builders podcast. In this show, we discuss the rapidly advancing digital marketing industry and how to grow a profitable marketing agency with some of the best minds in the space. Since 2015, Tyler Narducci has been building and scaling his own digital agency, helping businesses grow and market their services and products through online advertising. Now, he's helping other startup digital agencies launch and scale rapidly to six figures with the Done For You Agency Program. If you're interested in taking your agency to the next level and skip all those painful mistakes most have to make by learning directly from those killing it in the digital agency space, then apply now at dfy agency scale that's dfy-agency-program.com scale. There will be a clickable link in the podcast show notes below. Now let's dive into today's episode.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Digital Marketing Agency Builders podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Narducci, and today I have with me Taylor McMaster. Taylor is the founder of Dot & Company, where she and her team help digital marketing agencies keep their clients happy and keep agency owners focused on what they do best. With full service client account management services, Taylor leads a team of client account managers at Dot & Company, training them to work with different agencies. To date, they've helped dozens of digital marketing agencies free up their time to prioritize the money makers in their business, while Dot & Co team ensures their client experience is smooth like butter. She's also the host of the Happy Clients Podcast, where she interviews top names in the industry, diving deep into what makes clients happy in the agency world. Taylor, account management is literally at the core of everything that we do here in the digital marketing agency world. So I'm super excited to have you on this episode. Welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. I'm so excited to be here to talk all things marketing agency life. And I know you are the perfect person to do that with. So I'm excited for our conversation.
1: Let's do it. Let's dive right in. So first up, why uh, why did you choose to specialize in client account management?
2: Yeah, a great question. And I know a lot of agency owners are like, Account management is the last thing I want to be doing. I don't know why you'd want to be doing that. Um, So a number of years ago, I started my own marketing agency. So I was building Facebook ads, building landing pages, doing it all. And probably a lot of your listeners can relate to that. And I realized that I didn't want to run an agency. I didn't really it wasn't my zone of genius to be doing the actual ads and being responsible for those results on the back end. But what I realized I was really good at and what was my zone of genius was actually talking to clients. And I loved project management. I loved organization, processes, and actually like being on a Zoom meeting and just talking to people. And so I was at this marketing event and there's a bunch of agency owners there. It was was an agency accelerator event. And all these agency owners were there. And I was saying like, I don't wanna run an agency anymore. I don't know why I'm here. I just wanna do client account management. And they were all like, Taylor, you're crazy. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but can I hire you? <laughs> and that's when I realized that there was a big need in the industry for really good account managers who had a marketing background. When the agency was growing, it was kind of that chicken or the egg, right? Do I grow and then bring in an account manager or do I bring in an account manager so I can grow my agency? And I figured there has to be a bridge in between that. And so started doing it myself and then had a lot of people reaching out for help. And so we, we started to grow the team and now we're a team of 30 and we're working inside of tons of different agencies. Um, so it's been, it's kind of like my zone of genius turned into now I do run an agency, which is kind of ironic, but yeah, that's kind of how we got to where we are.
1: I love that you were able to kind of take the parts of the agency that you really enjoyed and then just create an agency. That does. Yeah, uh, which is really, really cool, Um, you know, in my in my coaching calls and and like in our mastermind group, like we're always talking about finding like your zone of genius within your own agency and really doing that. And like one of the things that I always loved was like creating content like this kind of stuff, like talking with other people about it and then like, you know, being that face um whereas like and i talked to someone on my call last night who and i asked her what what's your favorite thing about your agency and she was like i actually love ads like i love being in the ad Mm -hmm. account and everything right and so we all have these different things that we really want to do in our agency and that's the coolest part about what we do is as you grow your business you get to choose what you love do that double down on that enjoy your enjoy your work where it's not really feeling like work anymore Uh, and then bring in just expert teams to do those things that you don't love. Right. So
2: that's
1: totally super awesome. What, um, let's break it down a little bit. What actually does a client account manager in a marketing agency do? And like, what would you consider their scope to be?
2: Yeah. So when we look at a client account manager role, so agencies generally bring in someone like us when they are in this growth mode and the way I describe an account manager is we're essentially the glue inside of the agency. So we're the ones who are talking to clients and onboarding them and building that relationship while in the agency, of course, uh, fully white-labeled. And then we're also managing the internal team members. So we're essentially, we know where clients are at, we know how to onboard them, we know what the next steps are, but we're also ensuring that the internal team members have what they need, the projects are running smooth, that nothing's falling through the cracks. So essentially gluing everything together. So the scope kind of looks like, client relationships, project management, building and optimizing systems, and essentially making sure that the agency owner is removed from that day-to-day seat so that they can work on, like you were saying, what their vision is or what their specialty is or what their zone of genius is. We kind of come in and make sure that all the client side of things are running smoothly so that the agency owner can grow and grow the business.
1: That's awesome. So with you guys over at Dot & Co, when you, you guys are coming in and, and, and filling that role for agency owners, I imagine there has to be, because the, so my, I guess my question is there has to still be quite a bit of communication in the early days with the agency owner, right? Because you don't want to mm-hmm. overstep your bounds and say something that wouldn't be aligned with what the agency owner would want. And at the same time, you're also, you're not running the ads, right? You're the account right. manager. So you have to be careful in what you say to the client that it aligns, you know, directly with what the actual ads are doing, right? If you're updating them on, this is what we're optimizing, this is what we're changing, this is what our strategy is. Like that all has to be, I imagine, really seamless communication, not just with you and the client, but also you and the internal departments that are doing their thing as well.
2: Exactly, yes. And I always say that the learning curve is steep at the beginning, just like any new job, right? Like our account managers, and any account manager that you're hiring should be really trained in their role and in their specialty. So they know what questions to ask the agency owner to really dig out kind of these answers or we're building FAQ documents so that we can really learn all the scope and what to say and what not to say. And then we also build really good relationships with those media buyers so that we know what their strategies are, or we might ask them to send us a loom the first time so that we know what they're thinking is, what's happening in the back end. So we start to pick up on kind of how they run the business and how they run the ads. So I would say in short, our team or any account manager should be able to really pull out those information, uh, bits of information from the agency owner, the strategist, the media buyer to then really build that seamless communication with the client.
1: Yeah. For sure. I imagine like there, there's probably regular, I mean, at least regular communication, but probably regular meetings also with the ad team to just fully yeah. understand that, you know, I'm about to be on a client call and I need to explain to them, you know, what they're seeing, right? Because they're yeah. often looking in their ad accounts, they're going to have all the questions and it's all going to be put on you. And ideally you want to be able to answer those questions and not be like, well, let me ask that Steve, and I'll get back to you kind of thing. So I imagine there's just like a ton of communication in what dot and co does. With the agencies yes. themselves
2: yeah exactly and that's a good point because a lot of people will ask do you do project management or account management and in our role it's both because we need to be able to manage the projects to be able to have a really good communication strategy with the clients and vice versa so it's you know, 50% project management, which is internal communication, internal projects, really understanding what's going on, but also 50% managing clients. So it's kind of this mixed bag of like all the communication, lots of things flying all over the place, but our job is to basically pull it all together.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Good question for you then. One of my favorite communication tools personally is Slack. That's what we use for all of our internal quick comms. What do you guys use at Dot and Co? And when you work with an agency, do you do you then f- like fit into their our, their current setup, or do you recommend a different setup, or what do you guys do? Yeah,
2: great question. So we use a mix of everything. So all of our account managers are trained to use basically any tool. I would say half of the agencies that we work with use Slack for their client communications, and the other half stick to email. So the oh. odd will use like a project management software. Um, it kind of depends on what the agency prefers. I love email because then it trains clients to not be like asking questions all the time. And I also find that slack is like, I, (laughs) this is so bad, but I say like slack is where things go to die because it's just like, there'll be a message and then you'll, you won't see it again. So a lot of yeah. things can fall through the cracks inside of Slack. Oh my god. So what I know. Uh what This we is use... so
1: weird hearing this. I have so much to say after you're done. Ah, this is gonna <laughs> be a good conversation. It'll be good. Yeah, I
2: love it. Um but what we use internally at Dot is we do use Slack for like general conversations or things like questions or things that are popping up, but anything that needs to live beyond just a quick message, we're putting it in the project management software or we're putting it in Google Drive because it needs to have like a house. Um, Mm -hmm. But we use Slack definitely all day every day for just like quick conversations or things that are you know personal or things like that. But when it comes to like client communications, we stick to email so that it's like a professional thread and it's not just like clients asking us questions and expecting an immediate response. But I'd love Got to
1: it. hear what you think about Slack. Got it. I actually, so it's so interesting. Like, I I totally agree with you. I would love to keep all my clients in line in email to where, you know, they are expecting, uh, there's there's not an expectation of an instant response, number one. Uh, and you have those formal threads there. But I've always felt the total opposite on, on the where the communication goes to die. I always felt that. Like email is where something goes to die because I get so many emails every day Mm -hmm. that like if something gets buried, because, and I'm also like a notification opener, so I can't have like an unread email for too long. Like it has to get tasked or it has, and it has to get read. Like I can't keep it open too long. So like, I feel like things for me personally could go easily more missing in email. And what I noticed in my own agency was we did all email for quite a while. Um, and it, it became really chaotic Mm -hmm. with things like, like I said, slipping through the cracks, kind of like what you said with slack, which is so interesting and like, and like this getting missed and then trying to find that email with that one line in it. Like if they sent you several things to follow up on and you, you know, you got five out of seven, but there was these other two that slipped through. Right. Whereas, Mm -hmm. um, Once we, we install, we, we implemented Slack several years ago for two things, one for client for one for client facing. So without, we have one Slack account for our clients to talk with our account managers. And then we have, um, one Slack account for all of our internal comp. So our ads team is in there, Smart. our funnel builders are, so they're, they're completely separate They're in separate accounts. Um, but our account managers are in both accounts, obviously. Mm-hmm. So when they, they, they client base and they hop over to the other Slack and then they have their communication there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I felt like, at least in with me and my agency, like we have about 170 active clients right now, and wow. if we were to relying on email, I would Oh, my pride would probably die <laughs> just me <laughs> but it's also a, probably a preference thing too but i noticed that once we got once we opened up slack on client facing it just allowed our clients to ask those questions have that more transparency in what we were doing for them answer them quicker and we found that it improved our client relationships over time because they weren't like while we would like them to wait on that email we found that if we were able to get to them faster and, and reply quicker, that it actually with more communication that we have with them, it just improved our client relationships overall.
2: Love that. Yeah. And I think yeah. what, whenever I'm chatting with agency owners who are asking like, show you Slack or email, I always say, whatever feels good to you, right? Like yeah. I've worked in, I would say like half the agencies use Slack and half use email. And it's just kind of like a yeah. preference, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm my goal always is to get the agency owner out of the day-to-day seat so i felt like when they were in the slack channels they would see everything and
1: it's hard not to respond it's so oh, yeah. hard
2: right and i just felt like, we are we're in there yeah and then when i was in email i could easily just like not put them on copy and then the client would get used to talking to me, only me, and then the agency owner wasn't getting like 400 pings a day. They were only getting copied into the emails that they needed to get copied into. So it kind of depends on like what your relationships look like, how you manage your relationships, what kind of expectations you set. And then also there's that other layer where, you know, it depends on your clients. Like some clients are not techie at all. Right. And like Slack would be so over their head. Um, so again, it, it kind of comes down to like the preferences of your agency, but still we see like half of our agencies using Slack. So obviously it does yeah. work. You just have to kind of manage it a little bit differently.
1: Totally. I would say for those um, that are listening and thinking about Slack versus email on but what I found as an agency owner in Slack that works best for me is—you're totally right. I don't want to be pinged every single time a client has a question. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I turned my Slack notifications on to really only notify me when I'm t- directly tagged Smart. or directly messaged. Um, then I'll then I'll I'll check and look, basically pretty much like an email. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the just generalized conversations we in our onboarding process we we. Introduce them to their account manager. Show them how to use their tag and how to contact them, and let them know that you know this. This is your account manager, and they're going to be able to help you the quickest, the fastest. And this is who you who you go to, right? And so the really the only times that I I do get tagged are when things are a bigger issue or need more attention or something like that, right? So it or if it's in the our internal chat, mm-hmm. right? So smart. Lots of different lots of different
2: expectations, to do it. right? Which is key. Oh, huge. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs>
1: Biggest. biggest, um, what would you say would be the right time to really bring on a client account manager in an agency?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, I chat with agency owners every day, then they ask the same question. So my honest truth answer is time is the right time to bring on an account manager because you're never going to have everything perfect before hiring, or you're never going to have that exact moment when it makes sense it all comes down to the goals and kind of the situation that you're in in your business so i think most of us start an agency because we do want time freedom we want to you know work on these big things in our business or our zone of genius but at the beginning it's a lot of you doing all of the client communication and you taking care of every little bit of your business so once you hit this point of growth where you know that the leads are going to be coming in, you know you're in this growth mode, but you realize that you are quickly going to get like sunk into all the client communication. That is the time to bring someone on. Um, also, if you have been doing the account management for a while and your business just isn't kind of able to get to that next step because you're spending all your time doing account management, that is when investing in an account manager is really key. Um, we mm-hmm. see a lot of agencies who um sometimes it's their second agency that they're building or they're you know they've been through this before and they realize that an account manager is actually the first role that they hire now Gone, having gone through kind of the growth stage of their agency. Um, so it kind of just depends. Like I always recommend being at a point in your business where it does financially make sense, of course, but then also thinking about the goals of your business. If you do want to keep it really small and you want to do all the client communication, then that's fine. But if you do have goals of growing and scaling, then definitely an account manager is going to be key.
1: I love that answer, but I'm going to ask it a different way now. Okay. Do you is there a number of clients that you would say is a good tipping point for that, right? Because I, I I feel like a lot of people are not gonna wanna hire an account manager when they have one client, right? right? Like they either will have the time or it's just not enough work for the account manager, right? So yeah. like how many clients would you say would be a good tipping point for someone to take this over?
2: Yeah, so obviously it comes down to revenue per client as well, but in thinking, you know, the normal size retainer type of clients five plus is going to be like minimum and the reason for that is because you don't want to bring someone in to manage your clients if you don't have enough clients to manage but also you don't want to ruin your momentum so you want to make sure that you're getting clients and that you feel really strong about your pipeline and that things are coming in and that you have that momentum you don't want to bring Mm -hmm. someone in and like make that mentally stop your growth and i've seen that a couple of times um, so I would say like five plus would be a minimum, um, anything less, like you really want to make sure that you're proving your concept and you really know your industry and you, you know, that these clients are going to continue to come on. Um, but also of course, if, if you're not charging enough per client, that five might be a little bit low. Um, so it, it kind of thinking about both revenue and number of clients is, is tricky, but you just want to make sure that you're continuing your momentum.
1: Yeah. I I totally agree. That's, that's always because we have a lot of of agency owners that are just starting out that are listening as well. So I always want to kind of like, for those that part of our audience, let them know like, okay, when you're thinking about something like this, like what would be the threshold to actually start taking action on it? So five plus clients paying high ticket retainers would be a good, would be a good threshold. Okay, great. So what are some wins you've seen with account bringing in an account manager, like what are some of the successes that an agency owner should look for Mm -hmm. in this role?
2: Yes, so the goal of bringing an account manager I always look at it as we want this to be a profit center versus a cost center because you want an account manager to be working for your business in a way that's going to help it grow. So things like retention and upselling and, you know, really strong referrals because you're giving such a great client experience. Um, So some wins that we've seen are we've had one agency who was, like I said, restarting, they had an agency a number of years ago, and then because of COVID, they had to pivot and they were starting a new agency. So the first role that they hired was somebody here at Dot as an account manager. And because of that, they were able to scale really quickly from the beginning. They ended up bringing in an additional account manager from our team, so they now have two, and they're able to continuously grow without having to hire this specific role. And their clients are happy, they're retaining their clients, they're getting referrals. So that's a really big win. Um, Another agency that we've been working with for three and a half years, They um, just launched a new, completely different agency, like an an additional one. And again, their first hire this time around was an account manager from our team because they realized that they don't want to get sucked into the account manager from the beginning because that's going to stall their growth. And they're at this position where they, they do have the other agency that's working and now they're starting this new one. So that was really awesome to see. And then another, you know, internally here at and Company, my first hire was an account manager, but it took me a couple of years to fully get out of all the day-to-day operations. But since we have kind of built out the team and I've gotten completely out of it, uh, our business has grown significantly. And, you know, just really seeing that happen inside of our own agency is really, really cool to see um, because just... As you know, Tyler, getting into your zone is so important and just like checking that box and being able to do that has been has been awesome.
1: Yeah. I love I'm just I was just thinking about like your account managers at Dot and Co. are overseeing account managers at the at the agency. Yes. So it's like this like double lens account managers throughout the whole stream, which is really, really I know, cool. right? It's crazy. Um, yeah it's you brought up a retention which i think like in my opinion that's probably the biggest piece of value period hard stop that a a account manager can bring mm-hmm. is producing a happy client who wants to continue paying for your services and continue working with you and then ultimately maybe even refer you to one of their friends or another business that they know right um because one of the biggest you know drivers of agency growth and and success is li- lifetime value mm-hmm. of the clients uh, if you're churning and burning constantly then you're you know you're treading water and you're not really growing but if you're able to keep your clients really happy uh and 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 you know, uh, you know keep paying you then you're off to a really really great start what are some things that you know account managers can do that will hopefully you know result in greater
0: retention. Yeah,
2: that's I totally agree retention is the goal. Um, so some things that we train our team on our communication is key. And so many agency owners will tell us clients will stay on significantly longer even if they're not getting great results if they have a relationship with somebody in the agency. And so communication is so important because a lot of clients are going to come to you who've been burned in the past or who haven't had a great relationship. So if you can be very proactive with your communication, making sure the client feels like they're the only client that you're working with, that is going to make them feel like, wow, like these people actually care about my business more than I do because they're all you're all over them. You're giving them updates. You're telling where, telling them where things are at and just like making sure that they feel like you are the advocate for them inside of the agency, and you're holding their hand. Um, so proactive communication is going to be key. I see it so often. Agency owners will come to us, and they're like, "It takes me two days to email a client back because I'm just like, I can't, like, I just can't wrap my head around it. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to like pull it together, or I just I'm not quick enough." And we're doing it in like two minutes, right? Like when you find somebody who yeah. is really good at account management. They are really good communicators. So being super proactive and quick and, um, you know, really not reactive, proactive with communication is key. And then another tip that we use is like gifting, right? Like sending somebody something to surprise and delight them, to wow them, to make them think, you know wow, these people actually care they're going above and beyond is really personal. That's something that keeps people around a really long time. Um, so we have, you know, tons of ideas that we use internally at dot to send gifts to clients and it's, it definitely keeps them around. And then of course, making sure that they, um, they feel heard and that they're give, able to give feedback to you and that you just have this really great relationship. Um, from the beginning definitely keeps clients around a lot longer
1: definitely i think also just like something that doesn't get enough attention is the reverse like the horror story of what can go wrong uh when that communication isn't there so you mentioned like you know setting expectations earlier and having having frequent communication like i've seen it before where and i was talking about this last night on one of our coaching calls actually in the mastermind group, but it just—I've seen it before where you get access to a new a leads ad account, right? And you're pro- you're providing an audit for them, and you're in the, you're t- in talks to, for them to become a new client for your agency. And they tell you that they had a really bad experience with the last agency, um, and you're asking them, okay, what what went wrong and everything? And you 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 hear it's a lot. They don't say communication, but, but through what they're telling you, it, you can understand that it was actually a lot of communication, communication error. And then they tell you that they didn't get the results that they said they were going to get, and they are upset about the results as well. Right? So, okay, this was communication and results. And then you get into the ad account and you take a look and you find out that it actually looked pretty good mm. that the agency was actually doing a good job and producing great results in the ad account. Right. But here you have an angry person who had it was burnt in their mind. They were burnt by this agency, but you as a digital marketer and are, are in that account and looking and realizing, oh, my God, they were actually doing really good. And so what went wrong here was they set the wrong expectation. Right. Oh, oh we can get you ten X. Right. But they ended up only getting four. Well, they should have never said ten. Four is fantastic. And they should have they should have told them the real clear expectations. Mm-hmm. Right. And had that communication. So without effective communication from through from the sales process all the way through to the account management process and continually updating them if your clients are not facebook ads or google ads managers they don't know what to Mm -hmm. expect they don't know what's good they don't know what's bad they don't know what benchmarks that you're aiming to hit right and if all that is lacking in your client management then you could end up which is what i'm saying the horror story you could end up with a client who leaves you upset when you did a great Mm -hmm. job doing what you were hired to do. And I I mean, and I say this not only from seeing it in terms of on our Legion, but I've I've actually experienced it as a younger agency many years ago Mm. where I didn't effectively communicate. And I had a client that thought they should be getting better results. And I'm trying to explain to them way after the fact that "No, no, 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 you're actually getting really good results. But at that point, the expectation was already misaligned and they're upset. And so it's so crucial, this piece that it can go totally left, even when the service is totally yeah Yep.
2: Right. I totally agree. And it comes down to having things to brag about. Like you should be telling your clients like how amazing things are going and like reminding them of things, right? Yes. And proactive yes. communication will get you there.
1: You have to let them mm-hmm. know when things are going yeah. good because it's easy for digital marketers to be like oh this ad accounts flying they're getting great I'll results and, and it'd be, it's easy right it's so easy to get happy on internally because you know where that account should be going you know what is good what is bad but we all, oftentimes forget they don't mm-hmm. they have no idea you have to con continually let them know how great it is to keep them uh keep them happy and as a busy agency owner Oftentimes you don't have that's a lot right. of time. So that's where a good that's where a good account manager will come in. So what are the features, I guess, personality features, maybe, uh, of a good account manager if you're looking to hire one? What are you looking right. for? So
2: when we're looking to hire account managers here at Dot & Company, we're, we take a long time to hire. And I'm going to be honest because when it comes to managing clients, you need a very, very specific person. And things that we're looking for are experience, you have to be experienced in the digital marketing world to be able to speak to clients and really understand strategy. And you also have to have creative, but also analytical, because you're, you're analyzing results and communicating results, but you have to be creative in your communication. So you kind of need a mix of both. And lastly is personality. This is the most important thing for us because We can't teach you how to have a good personality. We can teach you about digital marketing, and we can teach you to download Grammarly to improve your communication skills. But if you are not good speaking to clients, you don't have that zest, then that's gonna be a problem. So in our hiring process, for example, we have 500 to 600 applications a month, and we might hire one or two. And the reason is they're really hard to find, really great people. And so even this morning, we had somebody who had gone through our entire hiring process, gone through our six-week training program, checked a lot of the boxes, but that personality just wasn't the zesty personality we were looking for. And that just, it, it breaks it, right? And we just simply can't bring them on. So when you're looking to bring somebody in as an account manager, personality is really key. And then also their experience and kind of how their written communication skills show and how they're um video skills show so we're using different tools like assessments and loom videos and interviews and um different tests and things like that um all of them kind of come together to find that perfect person it's not just like having somebody on the back end to do administrative these people are actually talking to your clients so you need to be really really picky
1: yeah i could not agree more that, that i that personality is the biggest thing for sure because you could like you said you could teach the other Mm -hmm. things uh you know on on the digital marketing side but having that flair, i notice even you know in all human communication and all human dialogues if one person has you know a positive enters the call with a positive energy and positive vibe it's infectious Mm -hmm. and you can kind of you know bring the client up because you can never expect your client to enter the call all excited and to enter, right? And so it's up to us uh, managing those accounts to get them excited, like I just said, about the results, about what's going on and keep them that way. And if you don't have that zest, then it can negatively affect your client relationships without a doubt. So another question for you, project manager versus client account manager. First off, what is the Mm -hmm. difference and what would be, you know, how do you know which one is the right hire for your yep. agency? Yeah, so great
2: question. So a lot of agency owners think of a project manager as just somebody who's in the back end managing the team, making sure that everything's like running smoothly. Uh but how we look at it as a client account manager is both because we we're the ones communicating with clients we're the client's advocate inside the agency. So we need to make sure that the trains are running on time and that nothing's falling through the cracks. So I've worked in situations before where there was a project manager and me, and they wanted it basically like our backs were together and I was talking to the client and they were talking to the internal team member. There was just a lot of overlap between the two roles. And I was like, I'll just do the project management because I'm trained to be asking for things and pushing things forward for my clients. So we just figured that it doesn't really need to be two separate roles unless they're really massive projects. If they're like major e-commerce builds or major email builds for major brands, then a lot of times we say, okay, we need a specific project manager for this. But most times an account manager can do both. So we see it as both. And then on the flip side, some people bring in a project manager who also talks to clients. It just might be a little bit of a different um, title, but we see them both going really, really well um, together, hand in hand.
1: Yeah, totally. I think I, I, that makes a ton of sense, honestly, like why put an extra barrier in between the account manager and the ads manager? I think they should definitely be able to talk to each other really quick without having to talk to a middle mm-hmm. person where, you know, I have it structured in my agency to account managers, freely talk to the ads managers. And then we have a program manager that kind of not just oversees a project, but the whole, yep. the whole system of that, right. So that if something escalates, there's still another step prior to the CEO where the whole system can function, you know, and so it, it not, kind of program or project, but program. So it kind mm-hmm. of elevates it and more of a overseeing all the projects That's at right. once, which I have I found a lot of success in. How would you go about, I guess, hiring a client account manager? What would be the best practices when you're looking for one? And can you give us a little window into your hiring process yeah. at Yeah, so...
2: It's honestly, like I said earlier, hard to find the specific person who is like perfect for your agency, but some, some things that we've really figured out over the last three and a half years is the hiring process. And so what we've really nailed it down to is five different steps. So we start with an assessment. So we have like a automated assessment that people go through looking for a specific experience and, and confidence and things like that. And that just really um, weeds people out. So step one is like weeding people out because you're going to get a lot of applications and it also collects data for you for future. So you can see what types of people are really good or where are these people coming from or where are they finding out about us? So starting with that very detailed application and then we go into a written assessment. So actually in the written assessment and Loom videos inside of that assessment, um, but really looking for skills like experience, technical skills, written skills, verbal skills, video skills, um, how quickly they get back to us. So we have like timeframes on things. So that is step two. Step three is we have an interview. So this is more so that zest that we're looking for, the personality we're testing for, and also how quickly they can answer questions on the fly. So we're asking not only digital marketing questions and like examples, but also really testing for their experience. Step four is going through a training program. So we have all of our candidates go through our CAM school or client account management school before they even make it to the final interview. So they must go through that. They need to be fully trained. And they also have tons of different assessments in there. And then lastly.
1: You guys built built your own CAM school. And that's like a series of video trainings with assessments.
2: So seven modules. It's like covers everything of account management. And then final interview, and that's like the final gut check. But the big thing that we that we've realized throughout this process is we have four different people who are going through each of the candidates to make sure that they're a good fit. So by the time they're hired, you have four different gatekeepers who have approved this person and that we've all given our different opinions on all the different things. And so it really gives this whole approach um, that really weeds people out. And this can take anywhere from four to eight weeks. So you really definitely wanna be patient when you're hiring for this role. So that's kind of why people come to us and they're like wow okay like i don't want to deal with any of this like you guys do it like just give me a really good account manager and we're like okay great (laughs) here you go
1: and so you're and so you're actively recruiting and doing that process regularly so that when you do meet a new client they're they don't have to wait four to six weeks to get an account exactly sometimes
2: they do because we do have wait lists um for agencies to work with us so sometimes it's quicker sometimes it can take a month um, but it, it kind of depends on exactly what they're looking for.
1: But trust the process, you yes. guys got it down. Yeah, got it. So, because I know you've worked with so many different agencies. So I, think a good, you know, question that I want to ask you would be what types of SOPs, standard operating procedures, do you think is good for an agency to have in mm-hmm. place when they're at the point of bringing in an account manager? Yeah. Right and, and and looking to grow their agency, or I know there's probably a lot, but like, it, are there any more important ones? Than yeah, others? that's a great
2: question. And I will preface by saying that you don't need to have all these SOPs built and in, in place before bringing in an account manager, because your account managers are going to come with these in their toolbox. Um, but some some really important.
0: If you get them from, that's true. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But some
2: things that I would definitely recommend um, in terms of SOPs and processes are a really good client onboarding system. So ensuring that you have kind of the flow and the overview really laid out, so then you can be confident to bring on new clients. That is key. And like I said earlier, momentum is key. So having that client onboarding system nailed down is going to be really helpful. Um, Number two would be a client happiness SOP. So ensuring that you have things in place to check in with clients, make sure they're happy. How are you doing? Really getting feedback early on so you can learn from it and optimize. That's gonna be really important. And then of course, ongoing client account management. So how are you consistently keeping clients happy, keeping things proactive? What are the processes that you have in place to ensure that that's happening and that things don't get a little bit sloppy down the road? You wanna make sure that your account management team has... Everything kind of nailed out and they can continue to give that five-star experience.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more that the first one that I would have said as well is onboarding. Gosh, like if you mess up, it's probably the most important part of the entire agency client relationship. Even if you're you're together for five years, you have a super long-term client. You know, I actually, one of my, it's so awesome. One of my very first clients. <clears throat> maybe my second or third client that I ever brought on to Sobe be viral was the AIDS healthcare foundation because I knew them here locally and, I, and I, I volunteered with them and worked with them here in Fort Lauderdale and they're still my clients Aww. this day or 2022 and I brought them on in like I think 2015 so we're going wow. on seven years it's like I feel like they're like yeah they're mm-hmm. like my good luck charm like just just having them there and I've like never raised their rates it's been seven years I've kept them at like freelancer, Tyler level, because I just, I love and adore them. And it's just so cool to have a client go that long.
2: That's the goal. Um, I love that. But but yeah,
1: yeah, that's the goal is to to have it, have it to that point. Right. And, you know, thank God my onboarding process was (laughs) garbage back then, Uh, but they turned out to be a fantastic client, but kind of like thinking to have a client that long and everything. And when you're, you're a fully operational agency, you really have to you know, have a good onboarding process because, kind of like the horror story I was telling before, if you don't set the right expectations on what you're looking, what you're going to achieve, what's realistic to achieve, right? And, and what are the, what it's going to be, you know, what to expect over the first month, mm-hmm. over the next month, over the next month, right? If they, even if, even if you set realistic expectations of, you know, let's get a, we're going to get a three X return on your ads, right? And, and that's, that's the goal but you don't really layer in the expectation of month. One is a lot of setup and a lot of testing and you have never had an ad account before. So there's gonna be a ton of warm up period here, right? And they get to the end of three days and they go, wow, this isn't working. I'm getting no results. I have no new clients yet. Well, yeah, we knew that that's part of the process, but if you didn't fully brief them on that, and layer in that expectation, then, you know, you've now misaligned the entire process, you've introduced mistrust in the relationship and it's hard, really hard to backpedal at that point and then kind of say, oh no, but we expected that when you didn't share that with them at the beginning. So having that good, solid onboarding process is just so critical. So I think it's great that you help bring that to your clients when they bring in a, an account manager with you guys. So. Do you have to be, I guess, in any specific place in your agency, do you have to be ready to bring in a client account manager? Like, what is there, I know you said you don't have to have systems, you don't have to have a certain system and process, but should you just be a blank slate or like, or do you prefer, you know, all types of different bells and whistles? We honestly see
2: it all, Tyler, and we welcome it all. And the biggest thing that I would say is you have to be ready mentally to bring in an account manager. You have to be ready to give up some control. You have to be willing to train your team to take over and just be ready. Like I know a lot of agencies have this white knuckle grip on their everything that's going on and you have to be ready to kind of hand that over and work with your account manager because they want to help. Um, so I would say like the biggest thing is being mentally ready, but secondly, it doesn't matter kind of what process you have in place or, or not. I wouldn't say like wait six months and just like build processes to get ready to, to bring in an account manager. If you're ready, like if you're ready, just do it. Um, and don't worry about the processes we actually prefer if things are a little bit messy, so then we can, you know, help organize it in a really like timely fashion. I've had agencies that have built out like so many onboarding processes before bringing me on and it was like type forms everywhere and like things weren't linking up and i was like can we just like scrap all of that and just like start over um so like i wouldn't want you to waste a bunch of time either so i would say like mentally ready and then don't worry about the processes every agency looks very different
1: yeah it's actually funny you say that because my favorite type of clients are the clients that are starting from scratch with us and completely building up through the processes that my team has been doing this for a while. Now we know what we're doing. You hired us for our expertise, Mm -hmm. right? So when we're starting with a client that has, that doesn't have that and and is looking at for us to install that and then grow because the Mm -hmm. ego is removed from the business owner. And I find that one of the biggest things that can get in the way of a good agency client relationship is a big ego on the client part right I've been in this game for x years I used to run ads myself whatever that is like that ego yep. gets in the way right because at the end of the day mm-hmm. you hired us to do it so clearly things weren't working so even though you'd may done it before or you've seen it done this way or you prefer that software at the end of the day, right? So when those things are removed and you have a client that's from scratch, like yeah, I, me too. those are my favorite, <laughs> totally my favorite. I do have one more question for you. It is something that I ask everybody that comes on this podcast. It's always my last question. What's your biggest piece of advice for a brand new agency owner who's just starting out? Number one biggest piece of advice.
2: I would say you need to find someone quickly to get in between you and your clients and i know that that's just what we do but it has honestly been the biggest game changer for me because it takes out the emotion from the business and gives it to somebody else because as an agency owner you take everything personally everything is your brand everything is about you so if you can find somebody to kind of come in between and manage the relationship so that not everything is on you that is really important. And that has been so crucial for me and just like my mental health and like my mental stability in the agency. It's just like having somebody to, to help me build those relationships and kind of a filter between taking
1: everything. So personally, I love that. And I also lied. It wasn't my last question because I thought of another one that I wanted to ask you earlier and then forgot. And so here it comes Taylor Do you guys run into because I see this being an agency Mm -hmm. coach myself and working with so many different agencies in the space? I see one of the hardest one of the biggest things that agency owners deal with as they're growing is letting go of different parts of their business. Right. They have a stranglehold on for me personally. It was ads. I ran my own Facebook ads for my agency up until maybe six months ago. And I finally let it go and brought in, you know, some expert ad buyers and they crushed it. They did so much better than me. And it was such a like gut check and lesson. Like, what have you been doing? How long, how long could you ago? Could you have given that to them? And how much better results could you have had over X more, you know, more time. Right. And so I was a lesson that I learned as well, but do you run into that a lot where you have in, you know, an agency owner that has a hard time letting go of the account management. I mean, even to the point where they're talking to you, they still may have a hard time. Like
2: totally. And like so many agency owners have had relationships for years, sometimes decades, like your client who you've had for seven years and they're like, my client's not going to talk to anyone else but me. And it's like, yeah, but like you need somebody so that you can focus on other things like, and so that when it, when. Agencies are really kind of reluctant to have somebody in. It's it's a little bit more of a build up period to fully transition the client over because we don't want it to be like, here's your new account manager, I'm out. You know, you want this to be really seamless and really client centric. So I would say in those situations we kind of make it a little bit of a slower transition, but nonetheless we want that that account manager to take over. So yes, we see it so often. I even have dealt with that in my own agency where I wanted to control like all of the things. And then as soon as I kind of found somebody who could do a better job than me, I was just like, I'm out. (laughs) Like, you're better at this. You want to do this and I do not. Um, so it happens and it's normal. And I think it's honestly just a huge part of entrepreneurship of, of, of growing and just kind of like learning who can do this better than you. And just over time, kind of letting go of that, that grip a little bit.
1: Totally true. It's a lesson that every entrepreneur yeah. has to learn when they get to the point of I'm going to get serious about scaling my business because you're limited. You can only personally do so much as a business owner. And I can't like I think like you were talking about, you want to have at least five clients generally at the point where you have five clients. Yeah, that's a lot to have to actively manage as, as the agency owner and still focus on your legion and still be closing more deals it's it would be very difficult at that point to continue on you know with more and more clients so bringing an account manager at that point it's not only you know probably a good point a good threshold but it's also probably a sort of a breaking point too in terms of having to let go so that you can grow so a huge lesson in that taylor thank you so much again for joining me on this episode i think super valuable insanely valuable i think we don't talk enough about account management and how how critical it is to growing. If you don't have happy
2: clients,
1: (laughs) you don't have a business, really. You don't have a future. You don't have a future. So thank you so much for joining.
2: So fun chatting with you and uh, hopefully lots of insight for your listeners.
0: That's gonna be it for today's episode. If you're ready to take your agency to the next level and have your leads, your team, and your sales all done for you, then apply now at dfy-agency-program.com scale. That's dfy-agency-program.com scale. There will be a clickable link in the podcast show notes below. See you in the next episode of the Digital Marketing Agency Builders podcast.